and welcome to the 22nd episode of More, a podcast designed to inspire, encourage and support women to make changes, both big and small, in their lives. And this week we're going to talk all about success. I'm Serena, mum of five and a body confidence and sexual empowerment coach. I'm Jo Merritt, a wellness advocate for Deterra Essential Oils and I'm a single mum of two teens. Okay, success. What is success to you, Serena? Oh, good question. Start, just go right in there, why don't you? <laughs> um, so I think for me, you know, like we sh- success, I think, is just about getting through life, really. Just day by day, getting through everything that you... Sometimes we feel that we've got roadblocks and we manage to get over them, and that's success, right? It doesn't necessarily need to be work-related or something that's majorly massive to be successful. It can just be small little things as well. This is so cool because if you could see me, I'm sat here, my chin has hit my knees. I am sat here agog going, oh, she set the bar really low. I'm a fucking amazing success now by those standards (laughs) well I think it's true you know success it can't really be defined like each one of us has a different definition of what we feel success is so what what I think is success for for me somebody else might look at me and think oh what who does she think she is like (laughs) but I could be like yes I'm so successful I'm having a great time here (laughs) now I do think you are a successful woman okay you've just got your new book out which is soared to the top of the chart yes we um are seeing a lot of feedback from women who are reading the book they're loving it so to me you are successful you've got your own business you've raised thirty thousand children <laughs> I, I think you are a success but i don't know if i agree with the concept that just overcoming an obstacle makes me success i don't know oh you know i like for me at the moment like my business is going okay it's going well i'm i'm putting a lot of work behind the scenes so this is what people don't see isn't it that when with with successful people you don't see that that dedication and that hard work and all of the slogging and the guts and the sweat and the blood and the tears that there's a traditional concept isn't there that people who are successful seem to have it easy exactly and 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 it's and it's absolutely yeah it's absolutely not true However, I know that when I launched my business, the Love Thy Body Project business last year, and we got yeah. our first 100 followers in our community space, I was ecstatic. For me, that was a successful launch. Um, it was. And, it, yeah. and I was like, yes, we're, we're on this. Um, we are approaching 2,000 members at the moment. Um, Amazing. And I, I had worked it out how many I wanted. And that is underneath my goal of where I want it to be. Now, I could be like, Brilliant. I could be going, well, I'm not successful because I haven't got that that 2,000th member through the door yet. However, okay. the okay. engagement in my community and the people that are in there are working really hard on their self-love, which for me is much more successful than getting that, you know, that yeah, last definitely. member in or whatever. It's like that idea that you can go through life and have helped one person in life. And that means that is an achievement in itself, as opposed to needing to chart numbers or followers or that kind of thing. Yeah. I do get where you're coming from with that. In that, which case, how do you measure success? How do you think you measure success? I think I measure it by the feeling that I get. By the, the feelings that I get when, when I've achieved something or so, even if something hasn't gone quite to plan. If I've got yeah. that bubbly feeling, that excited feeling um, inside me, I think well, I've, that's successful. I've, I, it's, it's, it's worked for me. Right. 
it's difficult, isn't it? Because to measure success, I suppose, you need to have some kind of goal in the first place. Yes. You know, if you if you don't aim at something, how do you know if you get there? And if you get there or you don't get there, how do you know whether that's a success? I find this a really difficult one to define. Yeah, and I think that goes back to um, in, in my academy at the moment, we're talking about finding our purpose. And I think that is key because actually so many of us go through life not knowing what our purpose is or not quite pinpointing where right, it is we're right. trying to yeah. get in life. So yeah. you can't measure the success in that sense because you don't know where you're going. But once you've found it, once you've realised where your soul like path is leading you to, where, you, where you're going to go or what you're aiming for, then you've got that measurable, yeah. um, you know, you, you're able to. You can quantify yeah, absolutely it. absolutely. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. It's the similar idea that if you start a business, you narrow your business down so that you're so niche, so that you know who your potential customer is. You know who she is, what she wants in life, what she likes, it, almost down what to she, where she lives, yeah, what her name what is. What she eats for dinner. So, <laughs> right, and that's what they're saying. So you're saying apply that same logic to your own goals and the things you set out to do. Yeah, because if you're looking for your purpose, if you're trying to find your purpose, actually, sometimes we we just follow what we think we should be following but yeah what our what our soul is aligned to what we're aligned to is already it's innate it's, it's in us right we've got it from when we're born it's it's right there. it goes back to the whole thing people are talking about now that we've all got a gift we just have to recognize yeah, it exactly and then work, so work and it's on just it. about yeah. bringing that to light bringing that to light and then being able to work so you know you right you know what you like you know what sure. you what you love to eat you know where you love to go on holiday the clothes that you wear so just finding yeah. that purpose bringing all of that out and really working on okay so these are the things that I love this is the things I want to do um, this is where it's going to lead me. So if I did more of this in my life, I'm going to be following my soul-led path. Which makes sense, right? Because it's almost like saying it's going to be half the effort. It's not saying you're not going to work hard, but if you're taking away, if you're working hard in something that you haven't got all that passion, then automatically it becomes more of a chore. Yeah, and a bit miserable and you don't want to get out of bed in the morning and it's a bit boring. Sure. Everything, the day's yeah. just mundane, isn't it? But what about for people who will turn around and say, well, I don't have the luxury of making those choices. I've got a mortgage to pay. The thing I want to do, you know, I've, I've got a friend who's a yoga teacher and she's desperately trying not to go back into corporate, but she's going to have to, you know, and that's not where her heart lies. And she feels like she's good at the job she does in corporate and she could be a success at it, but it's not where she wants to be. So then it becomes difficult because how do you become a success at the things that you love if your logistical real practical world doesn't allow you yeah you're monetizing it though aren't you uh, in that sense you're, you're, you're you... But you have to we all <laughs> we live in a world that's monetized well yeah no right? I get that you can't tell the mortgage company I can't afford to <laughs> yeah, pay I don't you, want... <laughs> but I've got great vibes shall I send you some great vibes and some love and holistic you know balance and I can chant for you like it doesn't work like that does it we live in a monetized world no but she can still she can still while she's having to maybe change her path slightly in that way, she can still bring elements of her path, of her, her, her soul-led path into her life. So she I doesn't need to mean. stop I with the yoga. She's done it several times and she hasn't stopped. But the whole point is she keeps trying to utterly transition. And it's it's just the world we live in is so challenging that we don't... This is where we come back to that word again, success. You know, you, I was unsuccessful in that mission. I tried five times over five years. See, and this is where I think it's really confusing for people to feel su truly successful when they feel they failed. Yeah. And I think... 
it's really with hard. us as, as, as you know as a society we look for our for our falls the things that haven't gone well we oh, we 100%. don't we don't concentrate yeah. on the little wins on those small successes that we have had um and we right. focus so much on being on being in that mindset that actually well it didn't quite go to plan so it was wrong and I weren't successful but if you can just pinpoint a success within that a small little success your your whole mind you know that the way you're thinking your that frame of how you think is being flipped so you and this is the mindset I had to adopt last year when I was originally holding oils classes for the first time at the beginning of the last year and I would feel like I'd failed if I only have one or two people turn up. But in actual fact, I had to flip that on its head and go, I had people turn up. Yeah, exactly. You know, I could have had no one turn up, right? Exactly. Exactly. So then I, that becomes successful because you're seeing, you're viewing it in different terms. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's a success. You had people show up, people who were interested. So you then are connecting with the right people, yeah. right? Because we could spend, yeah. we could spend years connecting with the wrong people and just like banging our heads off a brick wall because we're not getting anywhere but actually yeah if you're aligned um with just two or three people um and they're changing and you can see that they're changing and you're supporting them in in their growth that is success right and then those people will go back and they will tell their friends oh my goodness you know me and joe have just had this amazing consultation i am absolutely aligned with what's going on come and see her and then you'll get the right people coming to you but all of the time we put so we get really what we're talking about when we talk about success is perspective isn't it it's a shift in because if you're looking for something from the wrong angle, it, it potentially could never seem like success. Exactly. And then you'll continue going down that path, right? Because mm. you won't change. Things just won't change because you, you're not... It, it's, it's within us to make the changes and to see things from a different point of view. Absolutely. So let's break this down for people who are listening because they may not know exactly what you and I do. So tell everybody the different um, elements of your business that you would rate what they are and how they work and what you would rate them as a success, how and why? So I am a body confidence and sexual empowerment coach. So my business is supporting women to feel more confident in their own skin. Um, Lots of women come to me in the first place thinking that I'm going to help them to change their exterior. I'm not a fitness coach. Uh I'm not, I'm not a fitness coach in any way. I'm the, their exterior isn't going to change without them doing inner work. So I, I teach them the inner work um, of how they can start to, how they can start to love who they are from the inside um, and really start to peel back the layers of who they are um, and, and connect with parts of themselves that maybe they've been pushing really low down and hiding away because we, like sure. I said, we've all got that purpose. We've all got that passion. We've all got yeah. We've all got something within us that wants to shine. We've got that in us, um, but we layer that up. Uh, so the academy is a safe, sacred space for women to come and to really start to peel back those layers and to learn what their soul-led purpose is, to learn Brilliant. that path and to be able to express themselves spiritually um, and just have that awakening moment so that they can then move forward knowing knowing exactly who they are and knowing that actually the path that they're on is the right path for them and what they and they can get rid of the things that they don't need and they can really like tune in on who they are and what it is that they want knowing that they don't need to feel guilty either for that because it's really important to know that 
we need to love who we are first and foremost because we can't shine our lights and share that love otherwise sure sure and now you've got the book tell everybody what the book is so the book is so myself and my two co-founders we got together to write this book and we share our own journeys um to our self-love our own self-love journeys our own discoveries um of how where we've come from how we got over that and we share tools within that book of um different little tools that we've used ourselves to um help ourselves grow so my yeah. mine is my my section of the book is all about the sexual empowerment side and I, I talk about being open and honest with your sexual experiences and sharing yeah. that, you know, that communication with your partners and how you can work together or even on your own and solo. Um, one of my chapters is called God Gave Us Fingers. Um so, <laughs> so I love that. He did. <laughs> yes, he did, exactly. They're there for Praise a reason. <laughs> but um yeah so um, and we break it down so each of our journeys are completely different but we have all found ourselves um through using very similar tools amazing so I mean you've just listed three things there aside from the fact you like you I said before I was joking you're a mum of five aren't you yeah not a mum of 30,000 no um you're a wife you are a fantastic woman you're amazing friends to people I mean you are a successful woman in everybody's eyes I think definitely but, but sometimes not in my own right because I, I right. have those feelings too literally is about to say that <laughs> you think we too I was so, gonna say to you you know but often we feel that we don't we wake up and we feel we're not a success how how come it's such an effort to make ourselves see what other people see I have no idea we definitely see ourselves through different lenses and I think yes we're we I think as well we judge ourselves on what we think people are thinking of us um and so we don't want to big ourselves up too much because well maybe they're not thinking that and so you kind of play it down and then I think it just ends up being that we end up we end up dull in our light because we are too afraid to shine um brightly just in case in case things all goes wrong or do we feel like we've been raised in a world where you shouldn't blow your own trumpet too much? Yeah, that too. Although my mum did used to tell me that um, I should, well, she, yeah, she did. Sometimes she'd tell me to shine. Other times she'd tell me to get back in my box. <laughs> <laughs> get back in your box, Serena. What are you doing? <laughs> we you home foods from our mothers, don't we? Let's face it. Yeah. If someone's going to peg us down. Pull us down to the ground. That's going to be your mum, I think. Your mum or your oldest friend. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely a family member for sure. (laughs) See, I've had moments in my life where I felt truly successful. When I made it to the mirror years ago as a journalist, I thought, that's it. I've I've reached where I I thought I wouldn't. So I thought I would get there, but lots of people told me I wouldn't get there. I think parents especially don't want you to have unrealistic expectations quite often they're trying to protect you so they said oh you know don't expect too much don't aim too high which is the complete opposite of my you know my philosophy I I aim as high as I can Um, because if you don't go for it you haven't got a chance of getting there so I got there on the national felt like I was a success Um, I felt like a success when I had my children as a mother yeah I felt like a success when I had my novel published reading between the lines yes and then when I started to, it was a totally different 
world for me to go into something holistic and helping people and um it's probably opened up a whole new world of spirituality and meaning and why I'm on the planet and that kind of thing for me there's been definite shift in my mindset and a shift in my sense of self-worth but when I started to help people with doTERRA with the essential oils that sense you get when someone messages you you must have this with the things you do you get that message of someone thanking you because something you've you've helped them rectify a problem that makes me feel like a tremendous success. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. But at the same time, I have a failed marriage. I have, um, I'm, I've been made redundant and I've at the moment been struggling for two and a half months to get work. So immediately that dulls that sense for me of feeling like a success. Yeah, I get that. But you also need to look at it as in these times right now, nothing is certain. We're going through some something that the world has never gone through. Um, yeah. And the job aspect... Um, you know, so many people will have been made redundant or, mm, or, or yeah. lost their jobs through the situation, which, which is completely out of your control. And Definitely. so there is just so many people right now that will be looking for work because it's now starting to get to a point where we can start to get back to normality. So actually, um, that isn't that isn't something negative on your behalf. That's something that everybody's kind of going through. And you need to see it as actually, do you know what? I'm being successful because for the past two and a half months, I've been looking for work. I haven't, I haven't given up on that, on that. I'm sure, still going for it. Yeah. So if you can look at it from a different, from a different yeah, angle, yeah. yeah. Um, you can start to see actually, although you haven't, you, you're looking for work. Um, are you actually aligned with going back to work? Because it, are you stopping yourself? Because actually you don't really want to go back to work. You want it to be doing like, you know, the doTERRA or whatever it is sure. that you love. So there could be that element that you're actually stopping yourself. You're putting those blocks out as well. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I think I am desperate for work right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? But like deep down inside, no, like you I might be thinking, oh, I don't want to go back. Yeah, but really. it doesn't, that, <laughs> does not everybody feel like that. Show me a person, you know, probably... Apart from the 5% who've got those jobs they actually adore, 95% of the world get up in the morning and go and do a job that they don't particularly want to do. They'd rather be, they'd rather be following a dream somewhere, I'm sure. Um, yeah. But you can't do that. Like we said earlier in no. the programme, you know, we're, we're, we live in a monetized world. We have responsibilities. Most of us have, most of us have mortgages, bills. Um, some of us have children to, to pay for and look after. And God knows they're the most expensive thing in the bloody world. My dad once said to me, oh, once you have a car, you'll never have any money again. I thought, yeah, you didn't mention children, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's you it. You know what I mean? Oh, my so goodness. We do have those responsibilities. So it is difficult. Yeah, it really is. It is. You know, I, I know that probably for the entirety of his lifespan, his working lifespan my father probably didn't love going to his job but but you know back in the 70s and 80s you lived in a world where no, most people didn't question the choices that they'd made and they just got on with it no. they sucked it up right yeah absolutely today we, we do have the a little bit more luxury and privilege that we are encouraged to follow it follow our dreams more yeah yeah, I agree. My daughter's going to uni next next week and I have just had to spend out on so much stuff. <laughs> I, and and she's her she's got her um her maintenance loan and and stuff. Yeah. So obviously she's she's got to pay this all back eventually. But sure. um they actual she's having kittens because she's had this email um that shows when her payments are going to be paid into her account for her yeah. her rent and and stuff like yeah. that. But she's also had an email 
um, from the rent saying when they're going to take the payments. And actually, they're going to take two payments before she's even been paid. And she's like, I don't have no money. How am I going to pay this? Uh, that exactly <laughs> happened to me when I started at part of uni. I remember that. I remember recording my mum in just in a state. Because, you know, that first point, you're on, you're standing on your own two feet and you just feel like the world is shitting on you. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, they, that can't be right. They can't do that to you. That's like, literally, she's going to go from September next week when she moves in till the yeah. beginning of January with yeah. with no money I'm like how can they do that to those poor poor children maybe it's a, just a, a learning curve here that throw them in the deep end let them know what it's really <laughs> like <laughs> swim <laughs> I know it's difficult isn't it standing on their own two feet I think I think trying to encourage your children today to to educate them what success means is going to be very different than the way it was when I grew up yeah yeah you know I really do I I I try and encourage my daughter's got, you know, mental health um, illnesses that affect the way she works on her college work, the relationships she has with people. And I've had to adjust my thinking to try and encourage her to see herself as a success, because actually she may not follow the same path that I took or the same path that a lot of academic kids could took but she's incredibly bright and then when she proves to herself she achieves something maybe not in the same um she doesn't follow the same path to get there does that make sense yeah kind of gets there in the end but she's taken she's taken the difficult route quite quite often you know instead of the straight path that that instills a sense of worth in her which I think I'm having to nurture to make her feel successful yeah I think it's a really difficult one I think there's a lot of pressure on the youngsters um especially like around you know their grades and things I don't think it was as bad when I don't know if I even noticed it so much when we were when we were teens you know I just I think that's because we didn't have this contrast that we've got today this like I feel like there's a real clash of old and new of traditional and modern it's success used to be so easy to measure but today success can mean so many different things like you've explained today so we didn't have that expectation we didn't have that breadth do you know what I mean yeah it was very cut and dry you either got a really good job that paid well or you didn't and that defined your measure of success would you not say yeah I had a baby (laughs) (laughs) but do you think people viewed you some people viewed you as not a success I got a lot of stick um for being a teen mum and I I mean I worked two jobs I didn't I didn't not work they weren't obviously career wise they weren't they weren't career jobs they were just jobs because presumably some of the world viewed you as not successful because of your choice yeah and I got I got called um a single mum when I I wasn't but because of my age and because I had the baby people presumed I was a single mum I got told um oh you're just a you're just a mum on benefits I weren't on benefits I was working two jobs but um it was their perception and I knew deep down inside what I was so I'd kind of let it ride did it at any point dent your feelings of worth and success yeah Did, did, did you have moments of doubt yeah I did definitely um I struggled really badly um deep down I knew that I wasn't these things that people were saying because I knew my own truth sure sure well that's what's driven you on Serena isn't it yeah just to just to prove to them (laughs) look at me now two fingers up to the world (laughs) so oh okay before we go tell people where they can find your new book oh you can go check check it out over on amazon it's called love thy body unleash your power um and yeah it's available on paperback and on kindle as well so 
Amazing. And you can also check out the link on um, our Instagram page, Go and Get More. Do come along and join in the chat there. We want to know what your feelings are towards success. Um, do you view yourself as a success? I can't even say it. Success. Have you had moments in your life where you feel unsuccessful and you've had to pull yourself up and say, no, I am a success. And why? Who has brought you down? We want to know, don't we? Serena? Absolutely. Yeah, we do. Until next time, ladies, go and get more. Bye.